Welcome to Two Peas in a Pod with Priya and Priya. <laughs> and today we have a special guest on the show. Akshay, say hi. Hi guys. Hi to all your fans. <laughs> so, <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about men and mental health. Um, and Akshay has recently started his own blog. If you don't follow it already on Instagram, go follow it. It's at Together We Can Be. So actually, tell us about your blog. So, my blog, my blog, my blog. <laughs> wow, I'm oh, slipping already. Um, my blog started uh, a couple of months ago, um, and it is all to do with my personal experiences about mental health. Um, mental health is something that I suffered from in 2017. Um, I mean, up until then. I didn't even know that you know mental health was a factor that I should be considering but I went into business in 2017 with someone who I thought was a friend and uh, I basically kind of got done over I was basically a victim to fraud um, and then a couple months or like a couple of weeks after that I actually got assaulted on a night out so both of those incidents kind of affected me one after the other in like March 2017. Um, and then kind of shortly after that, we actually flew to India for my cousin's wedding. And both of those incidents kind of, I kind of had to like push it to the back of my mind. And then thereafter, ever since we got back from India, we kind of like never spoke about it as, as, as a family. Like we never kind of, it kind of just happened. Um, both guys who kind of did it to me kind of got away with it um and we either just couldn't go after them criminally or we couldn't really have we couldn't really afford going after them because obviously in the fraud we kind of lost a lot of money um and then after that kind of a year and a half kind of flew by i basically buried all of my feelings like everything that kind of happened i just buried it completely until like mental health for me kind of deteriorated so october 2018 through to February last year, I'd say, I kind of for those six months, I basically just struggled with the whole concept of mental health. I just didn't know what was going on. Um, and day by day kind of went by and I just, I kind of just uh, became, to, I, I started to lose myself. Like I lost my confidence. I lost like, um, I did, I kind of just started getting like so wrapped in guilt in my mind that I just uh, didn't really like, I wasn't, I wasn't socializing with people. Um, I was I, I kind of lost my bubbly self. Like I, I like to think of myself as like really bubbly, like always talking to people, and uh, yeah, I just lost myself really in my in my own mind um, until February March last year. And my it was actually my manager who was like my mentor from like day one. He kind of realised that I wasn't responding as like lively as like in the office as I was, and he kind of like pulled me up on it. And he then encouraged me to get counselling. To this day, I don't think I ever would have been able to open up about counselling to anyone. But now I'm so much better for it that this year I just I see a complete change in myself. Like last year, I took myself I took I took the entire year to just focus on me. Um, this year, I mean, when I started my blog, I never even thought about starting a blog. I just started 
thinking, okay, I'm past that stage of my life now. I'm like, my mind is a lot more clearer. I thought I would just put it down on paper. But then when I started putting it down on paper, I also started to realise that, you know, what I went through and me having the confidence to talk about it now when one day I just, before I used to be able to talk about it, and I'm like, oh, can't be telling anyone this or whatnot. Like, what people think of me? Now it's like, you know what? This is a, this is an important topic. So I just started writing. I just started putting it down on paper. And I just thought, all right, even if I help, I don't need to help like thousands. If I help that one person out there and just, you know, offer my support because I know how hard it is. So having gone through all of that and how hard it is to just talk, just openly, you know, go and be like, yeah, I needed help. But why do you think, like, so when you came back from India, you'd obviously gone through all this. Why, why was it put to the side? So I had two incidents where it was just breaking my trust that, yeah. you know, I tried after that to just get back. I, I, I felt like I, because I put, I put it to the side because in my own mind, as hurtful as it was, I felt, okay, I need to get on with my own life. Like, like I need to move on. Otherwise I'm just going to wallow in my own sadness. Yeah. And I, I was still, I was still working. I was studying as well. I can understand why you felt like you had to do that. But the thing is with that is things then build up. And 100%. that's definitely something you can all learn yeah, not to do. So it's kind of like, it, it is a main driving factor behind my blog at the moment. I'm at a stage where I know what I went through and I know, and I mean, for me, yeah, I didn't, because I didn't talk about it because I put feelings to the side, I buried my feelings. Yeah. Like I had these feelings inside of me for a year and a half and I didn't even know they were there. The thing yeah. is, right, because anyone that knows you knows you're like the most outgoing, <laughs> sociable, party animal. Like I'm literally doing you since birth <laughs> as some might say but literally if anyone that knows you would know like you you definitely know how to mask your feelings well so even when i found out about these things and it took you a while to tell me as well it did a yeah. long time especially the assault i didn't know about it until ages after but yeah no definitely i think moving forward you've got better at expressing how you feel yeah i mean i kind of had to get comfortable with myself before I could yeah and that was actually something that I never got with my family so only because like you know I think to myself it's like you know anyone out there literally anyone out there who's going through similar things or anything worse than me or even it doesn't even have to be worse it can be anything at all that's affecting your mind yeah. if you're feeling you know uncomfortable to talk to your family I get it like how could you go? I don't know how I was going to sit down in front of my family and be like, "Yeah, mum, dad, um, I feel like my mind's not right. Like, like, like I don't know what's going on yeah. in my head. Like, people are going to start thinking you're crazy. Or, you but know, don't you you're think weak. like, yeah? Do you but, think it's like we're going to actually touch on this in a different podcast, but about the Asian community, stigma. that whole it's thing, stigma. like anxiety, mental health does not ex exist. Like. <laughs> I yeah. think honestly, some people in our culture are literally like, "Oh, like what's anxiety? Like, what? Mental health? Like no. Sometimes it's like ignorance. you're fine. Sometimes yeah. it is ignorance, but sometimes I genuinely, I just think, especially the generation older than us, they, they, they literally, if there was something wrong with them, they would never be able to come out openly and speak about it, especially as a guy. Like they just, they just genuinely don't know what it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I actually, and I'll say this, like I, I felt so like anxious within myself to know what was even going on so whilst I was having my counselling 
I, I hid the fact that I had counselling from everyone apart from two of my managers. And I think it got to the fourth session of counselling and things in my mind, like every session I had was just so heavy that every time I'd come home, like I'd feel like there was just so such weight on me that I actually, I think on my second counselling session, I told my sister, my young sister, really close to her. Um, she's quite, she's got a way that she can like talk to you or talk to me and just like, you she's know. She's quite calming, just, isn't she? She is quite calming. Yeah. She just explains <laughs> things in a different way that, you know, and try, tries to like talk things through with it. Um, she's always like the mediator of our family, I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> so I kind of told her, and then I think after my fourth session, things got really heavy at home, but to the point that I just couldn't, like I just needed to be away from everyone, I needed to be away from the family, just kind of, I was so wrapped up in my own thoughts. Yeah. That I asked my younger sister, my, my younger sister said, do you want to tell mom and dad? And I was like, I don't think I could do it. And I didn't have the courage to do it, so my younger sister did it for me. So okay. she told my mum and dad and my sister um, what was going on with me. I I actually went to bed. Like, I didn't know. Like, I was so, I, was, I, I didn't want to be in the room just because I, I, I didn't have the courage to do yeah. it then. I didn't. Um, At least you have that one did, person you know. Exactly. So I was. The way that you would want to be able to So what them. I say now, what I say now after thinking about everything is find who you're comfortable with. Yeah. You do not. My, my message at the moment is together we can be in terms of this is not an alone journey. I, I would never be able to do what I did alone. If, oh, if, yeah. if my manager, Dave, hadn't like noticed it, I would be carrying on, just putting on yeah. the front. If like at home, I didn't have my sister, I probably would have gone through all of it to then figure out how I'm going to do it. If in out of our friends groups, I had to like open myself up slowly so with those I. who I was most comfortable with. Yeah. So I would say, if any of you are going through this, find who you're most comfortable with. And you don't need to tell them everything, right? Or whatever you're comfortable with, just share it with them and just be like, look, yeah. I just, I just, can you just, can you just sit with me? Like, you don't even have to talk. You can just be like, yeah. can you just sit with me? I'm going through something. Yeah. I'm not ready to share it just yet. Just like sit with me. So I just want to kind of show people that, you know, have that confidence or just try and find that in yourself. Yeah not stand up on a table and show everyone. No. Right? Yeah. Um, usually I would do that, but not about, you know. <laughs> not, not about this. Not about this, but I would do that to anybody, anything else. Um, but no, just have, just, just you know, it's fine. Yeah. Just, no, just know yourself fine. that it's okay. But I think for like, I would, I, would, I personally would speak openly about my feelings, like to a friend okay. or, or my sister. Well, I would, I would. Yeah, you would. But I think, but I feel like because of the whole stigma over like men need to be the that's the alpha male. Oh, yeah, strong. They need to be strong. <laughs> like, why? If if you cry, why why is a guy crying? I like, can't even lie. I actually have definitely felt uncomfortable when a guy's cried in front of me. Like, I don't really know how to act or what to do. Even though I'll be sat there crying my eyes out, hysterically crying, mascara running down my face, looking so ugly. <laughs> that's fine. But if as soon as a guy does it, I just feel like automatically you just think, that's that's not normal. Why are yeah. you doing that? I mean, I definitely used to probably think that. I think I've definitely learned now that yeah. that's not the case. No, like, 100%. I would openly say to a guy, like, oh, you need to man up. And not knowing how much that affects them, not even, like, I would never know and the fact that I made anyone feel like that is doesn't sit yeah. right with me now but obviously it's something we're learning now yeah it 100%. is and this is why we kind of wanted to do this so other people that aren't aware yeah know. I mean negative like you know negative criticism that's even unintentional like man up is 
is a big thing. Like it's like you tell someone to man up and they're going through all of that, and then and then you know you kind of tell them that like, like you know what you're going through, and then and then you suddenly feel shit. But then you know it it, it it's just you know again stigma. But this is the thing though the the phrase man up is so common like a hundred percent so yeah. common compared to actually thinking about a man with feelings and what he might be going through behind closed doors no one thinks about that even twice as much do you know what I mean yeah no it's crazy no one does yeah it's um like I never had that issue I don't think like I because I only told the people I was closest to yeah so they were never um, and I yeah you I like, not oh, no, I mean, it. I was, I was very nervous. I, I was, I was so, were... yeah, I was, a, I was just so, just because I was, I was like, what, what are they going to think of me? Yeah. Um, like, there were many factors. You'll see a lot of details in my blog, so I won't get into that much detail now. But um, I think you know, I found those who are her most closest to me that I knew. Like, I was nervous about what I was going to tell them. Um, and how they would react, like even if they are the closest friends to me, yeah. I've had it before. Like I've had the closest friends to me when I when I was like talking about, you know, when when I when I went straight after my assault incident. Um, well, even your assault, anyway. Those were friends that you thought would probably be in your life forever. Yeah, so... yeah. The entire way through, we had a really good night. Yeah. We had a really good night. It was really really fun. Even the guy who assaulted me, I actually had a good night with him up until he got too drunk and whatever anger he had through that night he just took it all out of me at the end of it yeah. um and opening up like that to someone else like i think for me the hardest bit for me was actually the assault over the fraud because that was physical injury to me yeah that kind of affected my health um and obviously my parents were scared after what had happened to me just because that was again a threat to my life yeah. um and and after everything that I went through, obviously kind of came away from it. And I was like, again, from an Asian community point of view, you think, oh, what are my parents going to think? That is always a big thing yeah. for us. Yeah. Because the way things look, the way other people see you is such a big thing in our culture. Like, you know, it's I like embar it. almost embarrassing that, oh, like my, like to say, tell someone else, oh, my daughter or my son is going counseling or something like that it's such an embarrassing thing but i feel like it shouldn't be no it doesn't like it should this is why people don't open we up need right to normalize talking about feelings going to counseling opening up to people that should be the norm it shouldn't be the norm to not do that yeah that yeah like yeah be in your feelings on your own that's yeah. definitely not something guy or girl 100 percent it needs to be normalized yeah i mean i think with guys like even themselves like obviously me being a man in asian community um obviously people can turn around and be like yeah but you know you're saying that now because you know you've been through it all yeah. and it's easier for you and i'm like well yeah okay you're right it is easier for me because uh, i've done it all and I i'm now better for it but i'm not i'm like again i'm not saying shout it to the entire asian community yeah those who are going through it and lockdown was a big thing like lockdown in my opinion was it is going to be hard for people who are unable to see their friends and you know see their counselors if they are having counselors yeah. or people who they feel comfortable talking with um that was going to be a big thing but it's kind of why i released it over lockdown and i said yeah. look this is my story right this is me i'm telling you my story and this is what i went through um i did i i myself um like like just going back to my point when i said you know 
people think it's easy for you and now that you've been through it and you're over it um i'm not over it no, i'm not it's, it's, I, I think it's, um, it's something yeah it's something that's i think will always be with you in some way i think it will i mean for me i've i've never been a writer and i and i even said it from from the point of my blog like i'm not experiencing this i'm not i mean it's written quite well then yeah. it? so, <laughs> i'm not considering you're not a writer no it's um, really good I mean, yeah, I had to do many, many drafts and <laughs> I even had my parents reading through it and my family reading through it and correcting whatever they were like, you know, Grammarly and whatnot, but yeah. um, had them reading through it before I could even release Gosh, it. Just like us though, with this podcast really, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, now I've actually taken a bit of a break uh, from it just because I am, again, overwhelmed with all of the emotion coming back because yeah even though i've been through it gone through it i went to australia at the start of this year to kind of you know that was my break away from last year um and like i felt like my life's kind of turned around a bit so i thought i'd you know spread some more positivity about it um but having gone into so much detail into what i went through no of course it all, bring it back. It all just came back yeah. like flooding back you're writing um, it and other people are reading about it and you're probably talking about it yeah, people now. are probably asking you about it, right? Oh, yeah. a lot of people asking so about it. So then you're then that's bringing and it up again. And, and, yeah. yeah, and and to be honest, like yeah. So there's two points here. So people are asking about it, and again, I'm bringing it up and talking about what I went through. But I'm also talking about it now a lot more confidently and openly. And the more you do it, the more, more confident. Yes, hundred percent. I feel so, like when you can tell the story, one day you'll be able to tell it without feeling so like emotionally. Yeah, yeah. Inside. And then you know, like. I feel like not talking about it, you're never going to get there. Yeah. So it's kind of helping you, but maybe at the same time it is bringing stuff back. But it will be hard. It's, yeah. But it's definitely a process for sure. Like my my uh, my manager said the exact same thing. He 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 can talk about what he went through without any sort. He can talk about it with anyone. He can talk about it openly what he went through, and he does not have any sort of you know like feeling inside of him that brings him straight back down um and he said that to me he said exactly what you just said like you can talk about it you keep talking about it find who you are comfortable to talk about it with yeah. and as you keep sharing this story you know you will you yourself will become comfortable with yourself again that you will move on and be able to help other people yeah i think it's really important as well that you found comfort in your manager maybe a lot of people probably wouldn't consider that option but you spend a lot of time at work yeah right and you're really close to your team like and your managers especially but I think then there's that stigma of you don't want people to think you're not able to do your job anymore because this is how you're feeling. And I just think that's so good that you can talk to your manager especially. Uh, so it's actually really funny that you actually, it's like, it's really funny you actually bring that up because I actually went company wide with my blog as well. Did you? I did. Oh my God, congrats. Very nerve wracking to do that. But I thought, that's you know, amazing. I did my counselling through work. Yeah. So work have re work yeah. have a really good program. So seems to have a really good program where they have EAP, which is Employee Assistant Program. Yeah, no, that's that really good. Effectively, if I needed counselling or if I need help, I can anonymously go through. So I went through to my mental first aid, um, mental health first aider. Yeah. Um, and she kind of got me in touch with it, like the program and found me my counsellor. Yeah. Um, but they also offer that to my family as well for that's free, so which is wow. really good. Yeah, that's amazing. Do you know what, actually? A lot of companies do offer like EAPs, like you said, but people don't know about it. No. So to anyone listening who wants to go through work, they, these kind of things, like definitely ask managers about it. 
um yeah i mean i yeah i mean you don't have to just ask your manager about oh, it yeah, you can go to your your most work should most work should also have a mental health first aider or they will have yeah. a first aider who can put you in touch with it because if you don't want to go to your manager and talk yeah, about that. such items and there are people like i so i went company-wide um and you know i have put on my blog a way to contact me so i've got obviously my i've done i've got a blog a, a blog email yeah um i've got social media and i've also got my own personal email especially for anyone who work at work who wants to contact me they can contact me on my personal email um and i actually had a response i won't name him but um he came to me and he was like oh my god like i can't believe that's your story like I've, I've met you, like I've talked to you, we've gone to the pub numerous times, and, you know, you wouldn't even think that, that that was behind you. And you wouldn't, you wouldn't no, think that, no, that such a story could be behind different people, not just me, the different people. Um, but he too was like, you know, he went through, he, he opened up to me and he said, you know, I went through such and such, um, but I've never ever thought to even think about opening up to my managers because, you know, if I open up about such things, could it negatively affect my job or could it negatively affect the way they look at me or negatively affect, you know, if I'm in line for a promotion, if two people are in line for a promotion and I tell them I'm going through such things and they don't think I'm going to be able to, you know, handle the pressure of work or handle my timing, because that was a big thing for me. I'll tell you that I found myself to be so distracted at work. Though normally you are always about how to, you know, better yourself at work, how to progress. Yeah. And and I I I actually told my my old manager was leaving, and I actually told my new manager what I was going through because I didn't want him to think that I was slacking at work. No, I didn't want to you know use it as an excuse or use it for sympathy, but I didn't want him also to think I was slacking at work. So I told him, and you know the reaction I got, like the reaction I got from him, the reaction actually I got from my family. Like I was so obviously with, with I was so nervous with my sister told my family, but the next day, like it wasn't oh my god actually like like what the hell like you know like how how could you you know keep this from us or you know yeah. like you know like why are you thinking like this it was you know actually like oh my god i couldn't believe it like you know you, you know come across like that at home like what what can we do to help and that that to me was just so heartwarming inside that kind of like and I think that pressure you felt yeah kind of lift, like Completely. you felt like you had a lot on your shoulders and I think obviously you said like when you'd come home you'd feel like okay no one you're going counseling they don't know it's too much but now after they've they now know right yeah so it's so much better for you you, like as we said like you you go out quite a lot you enjoy socializing but i think it's important to realize that sometimes that can be a disguise for you not wanting to sit and deal with your emotions like i know i definitely i've done that definitely and i feel like as like especially you know like in the asian community i feel like our parents just look at it and just think, oh, but you're always out. Like, yeah, you're, you're always you're out. fine. Yeah, that There's one gets you. dropped all the time. You're always out. Well, I'm out because um because I don't want to think about my feelings. I don't want to sit. If I sit at home, it. then I'm just gonna be literally right. thinking about it all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it got to a point for me that I got tired of going out because oh my god would you even think about me saying would you even think about me saying i got tired of going out shocking (laughs) when when do i ever say i get tired of going out but i got tired of going out because before this is before i even started counseling i got tired of going out because i just had such a heavy weight on my shoulders and i was every because i didn't want to talk about it because i didn't know who to talk about it with yeah 
I felt like I had to put on a front of myself and because I was tiring. putting on it does it yeah. does and it got tiring for me because I was out at work putting on a front I was at home putting on a front I would literally go home I'd have dinner I'd go to my room I'd say I'm working I really did I'd say I'm working and I would just sit in bed and I would just put earphones in and I would be able to like Zone that, like zone that kind of drop drop everything yeah. off my shoulders and just be in bed by myself and you that's it because I don't have to I don't have to be in front of my family yeah, yeah. or like on the phone to my you friends or texting like, friends I can just be like away as, yeah and not having to like you know put on a smile because I'm always smiling and that that for me was probably my biggest thing for me like putting on a smile as and when I wasn't putting on a smile but it hurt me that I couldn't put on a smile. So do you feel like women don't take their emotions as seriously? Like, do you, do you what when I'm talking about my issues, just my emotions, your emotions in general? Um, have you ever come across that, or do you feel like it's been okay? No, not really. I think for me, I just I'm quite like open with everyone. Like yeah. I'm, I think my character is that I'm, I'm, I'm I, I not to inflate myself, but you know, <laughs> I like to think of myself as you know, kind hearted and just like bubbly with anyone and everyone. Yeah, like, I think I so. I think even the first time I met you, you just wouldn't shut up, really. But I don't, I'm the same. I don't, I don't I'm the same. I mean, actually. you probably, you've, <laughs> that's probably why you two got us. You probably found it on this uh, podcast that I just talked the entire time. But, um, <laughs> but no, I, I don't think I've ever, I've had that problem. Um, if anything, I think I found it easier to open up to to women rather than men. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know why that is. I, I know I also had that. See, that's that's really important to think about because you personally, maybe because of like your personality and your character, find it easier to talk to women. But what the way everybody perceives mental health for men should also be the same within men talking to men. Like you should be able to speak to your boys about it. But I feel like even as a group, it's quite rare that you find a friendship group of boys that will really sit down and talk about and the feelings. Yeah, I get that. I get that. And I, I do, I do, I won't shout them out on this, but um, yeah. like, I, I, I mean, they'll know, they'll know who they yeah, are when, yeah. when they watch this because it's, they, they've been the main people that I've spoken to about this and they, they, I'm talking about boys. Like, yeah, no, that's like, good. Not everybody has do that. They, no. Do they come to you as well? If they're going through something, do, you, that's the thing. do they come to you? You're obviously at a place where you feel like you can be open, but do they feel open to talk so to So if you? we just talk about the blog, like I have said on my blog, look, anyone, anyone going through anything, anything at all, if you want to open up to me, you can. Yeah. Right? You can open up to me. Um, anonymously, via social media, email, if you want to just make up an email and do it anonymously, you can do that. And looking back at them, I've had more girls open up than guys. I can say that. Right? Yeah. I've only had a couple of guys, but you know, that will come when they become more comfortable. I know I haven't really gone into, I haven't, I've only talked about what happened as in the course. I haven't yeah. talked yet about my journey in terms of my counseling journey and what kind of triggered me to find it. And, you know, the realization around what it was that I felt inside me that kind of made me realize that I needed help. Yeah. So maybe, you know, maybe when I start that, they'll, when they become more comfortable with my story, they might become more comfortable to actually yeah. talk up and like, you know, speak up. But I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe they are, but you know, no, to answer your question, I don't think men are as comfortable as talking about their own feelings and, and they're not. And no. I guess me 
I don't know whether it's my character that helps me talk about it because yeah. obviously that is a big thing character being but even for you you're it. someone that's open already and but you still found it quite difficult so imagine exactly. someone that's imagine someone who's not completely opposite yeah. to you 100%. it must be a hundred times worse for them definitely definitely so and I have had a randomer, a complete randomer, who I don't even know who it is, message me and be like, you know, this is my story. And I don't know, from the way he was talking, I think it was a guy. So I was like, okay, cool. Like, you know, that's that's really good that that's happened. Um, I guess now, for me, it's just, you know, to, to help someone, it's just me continually, one, writing. So I'm hoping to start writing again and continue just, you know, pushing the message out there to be like, look, if you want to open up, please do. Yeah. If you want to do it randomly and anonymously, please do. If you don't want to, but you want to do it to someone more comfortable with, please do. Um, but I don't know. Have you guys got any thoughts about how to kind of, you know, try and encourage guys to open up more? Cause... Do you know what? Just knowing, and I, I mean, there, there might be others, but I don't really know that many. You're the first guy. Also, Indian, Asian. But, yeah, I literally think that you doing this, especially for first within our friendship group and our friends we know friends and then like you said like you reaching out to other people to try and get the word out like that that move is like so major like i just don't even think you comprehend like what you've done so far because it's it's massive like you doing that like you said one person that person will tell their friend let's talk mm -hmm. let's do this let's do that that's it then that's that's literally how things change and i just think you just making that massive jump and doing that is just amazing like well done yeah, to you definitely and i feel like even though like we're quite open about how we feel like to each other yeah. and like it is it's okay it's like in everyone's eyes it's okay for women women to be sad right but even then i don't think i could put my feelings out there like you did no, maybe I one day i could but when i was reading i was like oh my god like like the whole world could this is this. crazy like yeah you're, putting it out for everyone to see and I think I think it's great to be honest I, I mean I so have good. had negativity back from it but you always but, are you know you there. always will People you always will exactly. I don't even understand how anyone can be negative about it though like uh, that's the thing people will always always they always have something things. to say right yeah yeah I mean they do and you've just got to you know because I feel better from counselling like and, and, I, and my mindset is completely different now from what it was last year. Like yeah. last year I was in a confused and angry state. This year I'm in a bit more of a calm, collected, still hurting, but, you know, I can reason with myself. Is state. that why, do you think that was the push then? Because you felt like this now for you to finally well, to me, it? Me, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, last year, last year I actually had, last year I actually had a different motivation. Um, after, while I was going through it all, I had the motivation to kind of, put it on paper and name names. I was going to name names last year and I was going to put it out there to be like warning everyone to be like, look, don't go into business with this guy yeah. or, you know, stay away from these sets of people because, you know, this is what happened to me. I think it's because you didn't, you also, because nothing happened to them, you didn't get that closure. So you felt like naming names, oh, that I've, would give you yeah, that Yeah, I mean, ever, yeah, since, ever since I went through my fraud incident, I've had other people reach out to me about the same guy oh, so he crazy. has gone forward and done it to different people so they were there were they were smaller amounts they were much smaller amounts um but there was one guy who reached out to me uh whilst i was doing counseling actually so there was one guy who reached out to me whilst i was doing counseling i actually spoke to 
my counselor about him because he was given the exact same story as mine effectively he basically the guy did it to me stuck to the exact same script that he did to me but took him for probably half the money that he took me for um and he was like look like can you help me and i was in a position where i, tr I tried to help but i didn't feel like i was in the right place to help just yeah. because you were dealing i was with dealing yourself. with everything yeah. myself and i was doing counseling which meant every session was so much heavier on me um whether that makes me a bad person for not helping or whether like because i didn't know how serious it was in in my mind i actually because the details were so similar part of me actually felt like it was another scam that there was there you're was like, just that you're paranoia right like, yeah, completely paranoia. completely because yeah. of, because i was on in such a broken place yeah that was also in my mind so i know we've gone off topic here but um that kind of like was where like my my mindset was at that i wasn't comfortable last year and and this year because i'm in a more calm collected place i'm not in an angry place as such that yeah. i'm not looking to name names now i don't care about the names like i need them out of my life in terms of i haven't got the time nor have i got the energy nor have i got the negative energy inside of me to be putting my negative energy dealing with those names but yeah. those names can go i'm now looking at a positive view trying to put my positive energy out there to be like look whoever going whoever's going through this at any point in their life you aren't you're not alone yeah like the thing is though everything it starts with yourself how, how can you help other people when you haven't helped yourself yet so it's yeah. like you're not a bad person for doing that but now you've gotten through that, that you are helping people now and yeah and i think you are look. yeah 100 percent. the fact that even people like you said your work someone from your work reach out to you like i feel like they would never have got the comfort because they know that you've gone through it. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be like, oh, well, why, why? Like, do you know what I mean? They're not going to yeah. question yeah, I mean, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's always got to be in, in a group of two or a group of six or whatnot. If you're in a group of friends, someone's always got to go first. Yeah, that's the thing, true. right? So if you're in a group of friends and, you know, even if, if you let even say, let's say a group of men, right? If I'm in a group of men, or me and my friends who are all boys, let's say, if you're just sitting there having a drink or just, you know, having it like a laugh or whatnot, and you have no idea in a group of six, five of them, or even all of them might have underlying mental health issues, yeah. right? But, you know, in all your group, you might be like, oh, you know, I'm not going to speak up because, you know, we're having such a laugh. Why am I going to depress the mood? Or, you know, you know, th these, these boys are never going to care about me. I'm like, you know, here, or, or they're going to be like, oh, man up exactly yeah, like we said earlier yeah. they're all going to be like man up but you know i'm i was there and and there were times last year when it was just me and me and the boys well i was just like you know what i'm tired i'm tired of feeling this way in, in, in feeling confident in front of these guys when I, I do not feel like this at all like I, I i sometimes found myself being distracted in conversations um, and being quieter in conversations because i was going through this and being like oh what do i say like you know I have all of this going on in my own mind. How, yeah. What do I say to, you know, feel part of the group again? But instead, I just, you know, either they'd be like, oh, what's going on? Or I'd just be like, look, guys, I just need to tell you something. And, yeah. and I'd tell them. And, you know, someone always needs to go first because everyone out of the group might feel too shy or, you know, too embarrassed to speak up. Yeah. I guess with me, like, I, I wasn't over it. I was still going through it. 
but I just spoke up. So encouraging men to talk yeah. up is, is, is like, I think for, for me, it's, I, I can just tell people and like show them like, you know, what my experience of it. I don't think there's anything, it, it's going to be a slow change. Yeah. But I also yeah. think it's also a generational thing. Do you think going to counselling helped you make that move forward where you can speak to, to more people or yeah. feel more comfortable? Oh, yeah. Because I feel like even, like say, like you said, within a group of guys, I feel like when, when literally when you think about counselling therapy, like it's all very like, oh, there must be something really wrong with you if you need to go do that. <laughs> not the case at all. But I feel like guys especially... If they're not, if they're not comfortable speaking, you know, to their immediate circle of friends or their family or even you know their partners, whatever it is, I do think that it should be something to be considered a lot more. Like even if it's just the fact that you want to speak to someone that's not biased or doesn't yeah. know, yeah, I think it is definitely. Yeah, something yeah that I think certain things. Even me, I think certain things I'd rather speak to someone that I didn't know. Yeah, and like yeah, wasn't biased because I know that my friends' opinions are going to be. Like, as much as you try you. and yeah. like be as like mutual yeah. as possible, it doesn't always happen, does no, it? Does no, it? no, it doesn't. Um, yeah, my my counselor. Um, if I if I hadn't gone to my counselor, I I really I gen I genuinely do not think I would be where I am today if I didn't go to my counselor. Like I, I had plan. Like I even had plans to leave you guys both know this like i had plans to leave at the end of the year i was going to go to australia like i had like he, i gave him my notice in. Farm, I, I was going to go live on a farm <laughs> yeah i mean i gave my notice in um i had the confidence to do that um to give, to give my notice in and, and you know leave in september to go away for like a year but if i hadn't gone to counseling last year um because that, that i i told my counselor last year that those were my aspirations my aspirations were to go traveling or it was to go um but even last year, I felt like, you know, I, I told my counsellor, like, I don't think I even would be able to because I'm going to be in, wrapped up in so much guilt. And the thing is, an experience like that, like, it's very easy to just run away from your problems, especially if you're going for a whole year. You don't want to, you don't want to feel like that. You want to be able to go with, like, you know, some peace of mind. Clear mind, Clear yeah. mind, come back, clear mind as well, and then just carry on with your life. Like, you don't want to feel like you, you ran away ran. and all your problems are waiting for you when you come back home. Yeah, yeah. If I hadn't dealt with them head on, I mean, that was kind of, last year was all focused on me and getting through it and, you know, understand. Like, I, I, do, I still do not have an answer in myself as to why it happened to me. It happened. Right? I don't think you ever will. That is a big thing. Do you know what, though? They say that things happen to you that were not meant to happen, but to make you stronger, maybe. For a reason, right? So whatever happened, of course, it was awful, and we wouldn't have wanted you to go through that. It went, you went through it because, for some reason, someone, something new, you were gonna come out better at the other end, and this maybe was the reason why. So you could share this message to other yeah. men, boys, and help them open up more. That's a good way of thinking about it. I haven't actually thought about it like that before. See so that? that's a good Mic way of doing it. <laughs> drop it, but it's there in my head. I'm dropping it. <laughs> No, I, I I agree with that. I agree with. For me, I'll take anyone's thoughts on it as well. Like anyone who's got any feedback on, on any of like what I've said today. Like I said, I'm not I'm not an expert in anything yeah. I've said. It's your experience. It's That's my experience. But I I've also I've also had other people talk to me about, them writing a blog, on mine 
on, like writing a chapter on my blog. Amazing. So I've had other people be like, you know, and and my uncle, my uncle's gone through quite a lot. Um, and he said, you know, would you be open to, you know, me talking about my issues and, and, and posting on? I said, yeah, absolutely. Anyone. That, though, you're building a community and that's what's going to get more and more people to, you don't need our advice, you've got it sorted. <laughs> you know what you're doing. And, uh, no, yeah, it's not, it's not even advice. It's just any thoughts, you know, yeah. just, I, I, yeah, we can build a community on it. Well, like, like, anyone got any feedback, go DM, actually. All together we can be. I mean, it is, it is, it is in the name of the title. Like I spent quite a while thinking. I wanted obviously something that captures not just me, but yeah. it's together we can be. It's it's a it's a collective item. So anyone who, you know, if anyone wants to write me a story or, or write their own chapter, you can yeah. feel free. Like I'll write yeah. it. And we're going to encourage do it anonymous. all the guys out there, anonymous, Definitely. anonymous or not. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, guys out there, like you know, anonymous or not, yeah. like you don't have to worry about i mean there are helplines as well like helpline i i use the helpline i really i used help i used numerous helplines um of samaritans um you know it's just national mental health or there was mind.co.uk both all of them i used all of those helplines when i needed it because i got to a point where i felt like i didn't have anyone to talk to or again anonymous you know you want to keep yourself anonymous if you can open up to anyone that you know you might be like oh if I tell him, even though he's my best friend, what's to say he doesn't go tell his sister or his family or his friends and be like, you know, even if they were seeking advice, it's going to come back to me and be like, you know, anyone can find out. But like men out there, if you're feeling like you can't talk to anyone, you can contact any help forum anonymously, right? Or, or you can give them your name regardless of what it is, but you'll be talking to someone who doesn't know you. It'll be completely unbiased opinion coming your way right or not even it wouldn't be opinions it'll be unbiased thoughts coming your way like they don't give judgments they don't give like opinions but they can put things into perspective sorry they can put things into perspective in a way that you wouldn't have thought like you'll be so clouded in your own thinking and you'll be like saying the first like for me like you'll be saying the first thing that comes to mind that them talking about your situation in a completely different way would might help you think about your own situation just in a clearer way or in a more um like logical way because at the moment you're just too mumbled i mean your your first conversation might not even be a conversation it might be a five minute call where you're just silent on the phone and the guy or girl that you're talking to will, will either either just be there to listen because that's what they do they can just be there to listen even if you're not saying anything they will just be on the phone with you and some people probably don't even realize how good it feels to speak about it until they do it that the first time yeah and even if it is just literally calling someone or texting someone or just getting all those feelings out for that first initial time that is the way forward then go like moving on then they'll be like you know what this is making me feel better and it will encourage them to keep opening up yeah i mean uh i actually remember back to when i did um when, when i started my counseling or before trying to get into counseling um like there'll be a, there'll be a chapter that comes on this which will be the first it'll be a whole chapter just about the first step like the first step is is is, is the hardest i think for me the first step was my hardest bit because it was picking up that phone and calling the counselor um or calling the agency that is going to give you a counselor and i actually had to call 
the guy about six or seven or like even I think it was even eight times um, before I could even get through to him to be like you know I need help yeah um, I think because I, I think he he had called me first and 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 because I was at work I'd missed his call and he left me a voicemail being like hi this is uh, such and such and you know calling to calling to like you know help you help you through like this difficult time and and sort you out with a counselor and I'm like okay cool and I called him like excuse myself from everyone and I went to a meeting room and every time I dialed I'd just hang up because I just wouldn't know what I'd say I was just too nervous or I was too shy or too embarrassed or you know just too up in myself like what do I say yeah well you've never done something like that before so no and that and that first step is is the biggest step that I took so even then like that was a big move for me and even now like you know calling these anonymous like lines or calling anyone or talking to anyone that yeah. first step even if you're not able to say much just having that courage is it you're knowing yourself that you know okay i took a move today yeah didn't go that far but it doesn't have to go that far you just again pick it up the next day or however whenever you're next comfortable you pick it up and you start again yeah and one day you'll be ready to actually talk about it yeah um so I was just thinking back to what we were talking about earlier and uh, you were talking about, uh, you asked me about how easy is it for men or like what sort of situations men can kind of, you know, open up to themselves or like open up themselves to other people. Yeah. And it kind of brings me back to a thought of, to, you know, classic me. Um, I was in the pub, of course, and I was Where at the bar. Where <laughs> I was at the bar, it's not always my life, I was at the bar and I was talking to, um, I was just ordering a drink and I just overheard a conversation next to me and it was like, a guy and a girl were talking about mental health and I was like, well, like, you know, that that was me, that was me going through it, um, it was late last year, so I'd kind of gone through my counselling, I'd kind of understood more about myself and they were talking about, you know, people opening up about mental health and how they can try and get people to to open up more about about what people are going through men and women and i kind of popped up to them i was like look like sorry to interrupt you but i just overheard and i thought you know you might you might like to hear it from me because i i recently just come out of my own experiences yeah and we got talking and i kind of told them a bit about myself and you know my situation and i was like you know like what have you guys thought like what were you thinking or what have you guys like come across that might have helped and the guy said something really interesting that um you know jim he said jim was a big part of his life that allowed him to open up to people um he said you know you've got two options you either go to the gym yourself and you put your music on uh you, you keep to yourself you go by yourself and you just do your workout but you zone out so you, you basically forget about all your issues at home or at life yeah. or at work you just de-stress. de-stress you put your headphones on and you just block everyone else out and you let go you let go of your issues right for that that hour you're in the gym or half an hour whatnot you just let it all go right so that was one route that he originally took but then the second route which i found was really interesting was that you go with your mates and, and sometimes you go with your mates to you know spot you or like you know work out with them so you're not going alone right you don't feel alone or whatnot but as you're conversating through your workout you might be talking about general life but you know have the confidence to talk about yourself in terms of mental health because you're there trying to better yourself in every way shape and form right so if you're trying to build yourself through gym because a lot of people say you you, you go to the gym to 
build yourself both physically and mentally yeah. a lot of people are like you know gym's good for your mental health you know exercise whatnot yeah you might as well if you're if you're doing that to better yourself you might as well talk to your best friend or whoever you're with if you feel comfortable enough to and just be like look like i've been going through such and such issues whilst you're working out whilst you're having a break you just open up about yourself and they might do the same thing or they might even again offer you a different perspective mm. because at that time everyone in the gym is doing their own thing right so you're just with your mate right don't worry about who's around you because everyone else is doing their own thing everyone else might be talking about their own other things or yeah, or, or listening to their own music no one's actually there you know eavesdropping your conversation own, yeah. you're not in like the pub and people like you can hear everyone talk about what their own issues are um so that i just thought was really interesting um and and guys out there like you know this approach might be good for you like yeah 100%. It, it 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 might help you it might you might think you know tomorrow like gyms are now open like if you haven't been able to talk to anyone about what you've been going through over lockdown you might be going to the gym with your best mate because it's been so long and you know if, if in the back of your mind you might think you know what let, let's just try it let's just try opening up about myself and you know you never know he or she that you're with they might too in return open up about themselves and that's kind of how it works you just it's like you said one person's got to start like someone's got to be yeah. first yeah someone's got to be first right where like obviously we know a lot of people that are really into gym that's that's your safe place that's where you want yeah. to go that's like that's your favorite place to go yeah if you're comfortable there you won't feel like it's pressure such a big thing yeah, yeah like to, to, to talk, talk about yeah, yeah. For sure. so yeah i mean so many different ways of, of of starting the conversation it's just you know being comfortable with yourself you don't know you don't have to be comfortable with yourself you just have to be comfortable with one other person or you know you voice record yourself yeah that's the other thing get get a voice recorder up and you can voice note it and you can just talk to someone about voice noting it um like if you voice note it and you can always later on in life or like maybe a week later just listen to it back because if you're not comfortable to talk to someone if you li- if you listen to it back they might then not you, they might you might yeah. offer yourself something that you didn't even think of or you might have a clearer mind yeah. Yeah. and it gives you that that way of, that of it's training. like when someone when someone else tells you something similar you might be going through i feel like you can advise them so much better than you advise yourself yeah Yeah. so it's kind of like that that concept can be the same like if you record yourself maybe then you can give yourself advice when you hear when you actually hear it like sometimes when even when you're telling someone when it comes out your mouth you're like actually no like what am i like i'm actually going through this like i need to do something about it that's the thing saying it out loud yeah like that first step is a lot about accepting not that you have something wrong with you or you've got a problem it's just that you know this is what's happened to you this is what you've been through this is how you feel about it and that's okay it's okay to feel like that but you've just got to you know work through it's the it realization it's the yeah, realization yeah, sure. that you you're probably in denial most of the time about it about any emotion you feel but it is that first step like this is just acknowledging the feelings right yeah yeah um and again like I, i'd just like to say that you know if anyone watching this or listening to this or you know if you hear about this or hear about my blog or two peas in a pod you know we're here like we're here like again not not an expert not you know haven't studied in this but 
I'll be here to listen. I'm, yeah. You might not even want me to say anything. I'll just be here to listen or read or, you know, you might just, you might want to just put all your thoughts in an email, hit send, and then I'll read it and I don't have to respond. It would just be, I'll Some read sort it. Of release. Or, or it'd just be yeah. a, a release. Or you can just send an email to yourself. I've done that before. Yeah. I've done that before. I've sent an email and then I'll just send it to myself because it's just something that is my release. Um, but just know that, you know, you're not alone. Yeah, nobody's alone. And I you're think not alone. it's okay not to be okay, whether you're a man or a woman. That's yeah. that's the important message here, I think. And uh, yeah, social media might put you down, but in other ways, social media is a good thing. There's so many positive yeah. pages out there yeah. that, yeah. you know, yeah. that bring people together. That bring you together, that, you know, offer you a good quote for the day. Um, you might see inspirational quotes that will come mm. up. Um, sometimes that just literally makes my whole morning like literally yeah. something. Like, send me something like if I'm feeling anxious about something or even about the podcast when we were first trying to do it I'm just like oh I'm not sure <laughs> she'll send me this quote and I'm like yeah I'm ready I needed to I needed <laughs> to see need that. To that yeah like I needed to wake up and read that and it does make you feel better no 100% yeah I think again just just it's not it's not on a lone journey yeah. it? it's yeah, not sure. on a lone journey it's just something that you do collectively with those closest to you and you know keep on fighting i guess oh <laughs> well thank you so much for coming on our podcast yeah. thank you for having me it's been it's been nice it's been a pleasure. Legal privilege to be our first guest to be your first guest oh i feel first very privileged guest. you should be to be honest <laughs> exactly but, oh, i do feel privileged to, it's, it's good um you know it's definitely collectively spreading the message yeah and sure. i think right now especially a lot of people needed to hear something like this yeah in regards to you know men and mental health and, and mental health generally like it was a good time and i think you are doing a great job at what you're doing so keep doing it thank you and yeah i hope you all enjoyed the podcast <laughs> bye. yeah bye guys okay, bye. Bye.